You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Well, this morning I want to minister and share with you a kingdom secret. You know, the Bible teaches us that it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search out a matter. The Word of God is strength unto us. a matter of fact, the Bible teaches us that God is our strength. God is our ability. God is our exceedingly great reward. Last week, I was teaching on being a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. And obviously, if you're a disciple, you're pursuing things of the kingdom. The kingdom of God. The kingdom has got certain secrets. What are the kingdom ways? Number one, keep the word of God in your mouth. Turn to the person next to you and say, keep the word of God in your mouth. Meditate upon the word of God day and night. That's what you have to do. Meditate upon the word. That's what the Lord said to Joshua in Joshua 1 verse 8. He said, if you meditate in this word, if you observe and do it, you'll become successful. The truth is, family, you become what God has predestined you to be by faith. For me to become a better pastor, a better husband, a better father, I become those things by faith. Nobody is too good or too bad for the kingdom of God. If you receive the word with meekness into your heart, It's able to save your soul. Our connection, you have to believe. Do you believe God's report about your life? Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. Paul is writing here and he says, Because I believe, we believe, therefore, we speak. What you believe in your heart is the thing that you will say. Make sure that whatever you are saying, whatever you are declaring, you viewed it in the light of God's word, that you believe Jesus' report. Paul says, I believe, therefore I speak. In Hebrews 13 verse 6, Paul writing again, says, I boldly say, with confidence I'm saying, the Lord is my helper. If you believe it, say it. Let me hear you say, the Lord is my helper. A matter of fact, the truth is Jesus, after he went back to heaven, seated next to his father, the Holy Spirit came and he is our helper. Paul says, I boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Very important to understand this. As a Christian, one of the secrets, the kingdom way, the word of God in your mouth. What have you been confessing? What have you been declaring? David wrote in Psalm 27, the Lord is the light of my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. Who's your strength? God. Paul said, when I'm weak, I'm strong. 
Why? Because even though you are weak, the Christ on the inside of you is strong. Ephesians teaches us. Ephesians 6 says, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord. What have you been confessing in the situation that you are facing? Be strong in the Lord, in the power of His might. Our confession is the very thing that gives us possession. Your faith will never rise above your confession. A matter of fact, let me tell you something about your heart. Your heart will always reveal what you believe because you'll be confessing what comes out of your heart. Your heart will reveal where's your focus. But what are you showing worth to? What is the thing in your heart that you value the most? The circumstances that you see or Jesus, what he's done on the cross? Teaches us never trust in your own abilities. Never trust in your own talents, your own gifts. Because those things come from God, so put your trust in God. The greatest mistake that we make today is we fight people around us. Your battle is not against flesh and blood. Ephesians teaches us our battle is against things in the spirit. The thing in the spirit that will come against you more than anything is sin. Your real enemy is sin. That's the thing that you should be fighting, the thing that you should be resisting. Turn to the person next to you say, there's hope for you and me. Do you know why? Because our battle is not against the person next to you. Your battle is not against your boss. Your battle is not against your neighbor. Your battle is not against your spouse. Your battle is against sin. Your battle is against spiritual things that you cannot see with your eyes. And Christ has positioned us in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. The Bible teaches us don't fear what man can do to you. The Lord is your helper. The Lord is your helper. Do not fear man. What man can do to you because that's not your real enemy. You're not fighting man. Fighting spiritual things that you cannot see with your eyes. And we worship the invincible God of power and might. Can I tell you the secret? Sometimes we want to fight. But the kingdom way is stand. Bible says, after you've done everything, stand. Stand. What did the Lord say to Moses? Stand. Be quiet. Don't worry. I'm going to fight for you. I'm your helper. Stand. Turn to the person next to you. Say, stand strong. Say to them again. Say, stand strong. Exodus 14, verse 13. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Family, fear not. That's the instruction. This message today is to prepare your heart for 2021. Remember a few weeks ago, I started sharing with you about 2021. What the Lord had shown me about 2021. This message is to help you to understand and to prepare your heart to be ready for 2021. He said, fear not. Stand still. Stand strong. You'll see what the Lord will do. 
turn to the person next to you and say, don't fear. Family, when you know God is next to you and he is your helper, doesn't matter what you are facing, doesn't matter what you are going through, God will help you. Faith is not there for things that are possible, but faith is there for the things that are impossible. In your situation that you are facing, are you declaring that God is able? Because when we declare God is able, things become able. Things can happen. The truth is, what you are confessing, what you are believing, what you are saying about your situation is what will manifest, is what will happen. If you say God is able, God will do it. If you say God is not able, nothing will happen and change in your life. Turn to the person next to you and say, your faith will never rise above your confession. Remember, it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that declared to the king and say, our God is able to deliver us. You can throw us in the fiery furnace, but I want to tell you, our God is able to deliver us. And what was the king saying? The king says, who's the fourth person there with them? It was Daniel in the lion's den. What did the king say? He says, the God whom you serve continually is the one that will deliver you. Family, this is a challenge for us as all Christians. Are you serving God continually? Or are you serving Him occasionally? Are you worshiping Him only on Sundays? Or are you worshiping Him Mondays to Sundays? When you are continually clothed with Christ, there where he says the battle that we are facing, he says, clothe yourself. Make sure that you have on the armor of God. What does it mean to be clothed with the armor of God? It doesn't mean I'm going to fight. The armor of God simply means I'm clothed with Christ Jesus. Christ has become my shield, has become my protection, has become my exceedingly great reward. Who gives us salvation? Jesus, the helmet of salvation, the righteous breastplate. Not self-righteousness, but the righteousness that comes from God. The belt of truth, the word that manifested, came into this world and we could see its glory. It's Jesus. The shoes of the gospel. Who is the one who strengthens our ankles and our knees to run the race? Who leads us where to go? Jesus. The shield of faith. Why do we have faith? By hearing the word of God and the sword of the spirit. The word. Jesus himself. So when we put on the armor of God, we are busy clothing ourselves with Jesus. Amen? His kindness, His goodness, His mercy. When you are clothed with Christ, you don't have to fear man. The question you have to ask yourself and what you are facing right now, is God able? Turn to the person next to you and say, my God is able. If you believe God is able, why are you fighting with your neighbor? Why are you rebelling? Why are you murmuring? Why are you complaining? If you know the truth that God is able and that he's busy working out everything for you, why are you murmuring? Why are you complaining? Why are you fighting? Why are you trying to intimidate? Family, listen to me. There's a year after, a life year after, 
God is aware of what you are going through. God is aware of what you are going through. If you need your faith to be lifted to another level, go listen to the messages from yesterday. As a Christian, you can go through a tough situation and fall. You can even stumble. When you make a mistake, Jesus never disconnects himself from you. But the Bible teaches us, though the righteous may fall seven times, he'll get up every time. As a child of God, you're either busy getting up or you're up. When you're up, stand strong. If you have fallen and you're busy getting up, as soon as you get up, stand strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Can I tell you what is the thing that grips people's hearts with fear? God has given you a promise. There's the promised land overflowing with milk and honey and all good things. And now a brother or a sister brings a bad report. You know what God has spoken into your heart. And now the majority are saying it's impossible. Turn to the person next to you and say, my God is able. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Numbers 13. T tell them again, say, my God is able. I think this is one of the, the chapters I've, I've read so many times because this is what kept Israel, a type of the church, out of the promised land. It's not that God didn't plan it for everybody, but those who believed could enter in. Numbers 13 verse 30, Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. When you believe God is able, you'll become able. When you know God can do it, God will start doing it in you and through you. Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak coming from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in their own sight, and so we were in their sight. Family, listen to me. God has given you a promise, but oftentimes we talk ourselves out of what God has planned for us. The biggest problem that we face right now is you thinking in your mind, that person is saying that about me. And the person is not even saying it or thinking it. You thinking it, and now you think they thinking it. And now you start saying it, and now they hear it. And now they say, oh, this person thinks they that. They said, we were like grasshoppers in their sight. God never told them to focus upon the giants. God told them, focus upon the promised land. They started focusing on the giants and said, wow, they're so big. The truth is, your God is bigger than that giant. Listen to me. Many of you, God has said, go talk to that person. They're going to think I'm stupid. They're going to think I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I cannot do it. 
I didn't read my Bible this morning. I didn't pray as long as I wanted to. I wanted to fast, I didn't fast. And you make all these excuses. Oh, they think I'm not spiritual. I'm not, they're not thinking any of that. Do you believe God is able to work in you and through you? Turn to the person next to you and say, God is able. Listen to me. You're not a grasshopper. You were never made in the image of a grasshopper. You were made in the image and the likeness of God with His ability, His nature on the inside of you. If you behaving and acting like a grasshopper, you're out of character. You need to come for deliverance. Amen. Or renew your mind. Let me hear an amen. Give the Lord a hand. Listen, Numbers 14, verse 6. Turn to the person next to you and say, stop behaving out of character. You're not a grasshopper. You're not a worm. You are made in the image and likeness of God. The truth is, I can hear Jesus in your voice. I see him in your eyes. And it brings hope to my heart. Because I know Jesus Christ is our hope and glory. Faith has an attitude. Doubt has an attitude. But do you believe that God is able? Numbers 14, verse 6. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jehophanim, whom were among them who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. You know what was the difference between Joshua and Caleb? They didn't focus upon the giants. They focused upon the promise, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. If you look at your situation and circumstances, it will create doubt and fear in your heart. The truth is, your situation can change tomorrow, then your confession changes tomorrow. But a man and woman of faith can say, thank you, Jesus, in the difficult times. When you look at that enemy, Know that that giant is in the realm of defeat and failure, whereas you find yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. That's why uh, young David, not even trained as a soldier, could look at a giant and say, you've not come against me. You've come against my God. This is not personal. That's what Paul said. He said, it's the Christ on the inside of me. Jesus meeting with Paul on the way to Damascus. Saying to him to listen here, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It's the Christ on the inside. Family, the enemy that's come against you has come against God. When we rebel against the Holy Spirit, we grieve him. When God has given you instruction, be obedient. When you walk in that obedience, you'll see the Holy Spirit will be next to you. Go read Acts 5, verse 32. The Holy Spirit is given to those who obey Him. Isaiah teaches us they grieved the Holy Spirit when they rebelled. Don't rebel against God's Word 
when you come in agreement with God's word, the Holy Spirit is there to help you, to be your strength. If you read Numbers 21, then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, but truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. God wants to fill this earth with his glory. Are you facing some giants? I'm not saying ignore the giants. There's giants there. But the Holy Spirit on the inside is here to help you to be a giant slayer. Remember, David had a friend in the Holy Spirit who disposed of giants. Do you really think that he killed the giant? No. He had a friend in the Holy Spirit who disposed of giants. That's why he prayed in Psalm 51. He said, do not let your Holy Spirit depart from me. Because he knew he was not a giant slayer. He knew he had a friend in the Holy Spirit who was his helper. It's all about getting God's glory into your situation. I don't care what you've been facing. This year, this COVID year, has been a terrible year for many people, but we need to get God's glory into the situation. Amen? Do you want God's glory in your situation? I'm going to share with you now the kingdom secret. When Moses asked God for, to see his glory, what did the Lord say to him? He said, Moses, you cannot see my glory. If you see my glory, you're going to die. No man can see the glory of God and live because we are sinful. He says, but I'm going to pass by you. And then when you look at me, I'm going to show you my goodness and my mercy. Moses asked and said, I want to see your glory. The Lord said, you cannot. I'm going to move past. And as I move past, look, I'm going to show you my goodness and my mercy. When Solomon opened the temple, the priests that were standing in the temple, what did they confess? They stood there and they said, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. And as they were confessing it, the Bible says the glory of God came into that temple, folded that the priest could not stand. You want God's glory in your situation? Change your confession. If you're facing a difficult thing, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. How's COVID been to you? The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. How's things going in this difficult situation of yours? I'm declaring the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. When the priests declared it, the house of God was filled with glory. Today, God has made you a royal priesthood. You've been washed with the blood of Jesus. What are you confessing over your marriage? The Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. Come in agreement with God's word. Mary, when the angel appeared to her and said to her, you are going to give birth to the Christ. What did she say? Let it be according to your word. When God took Israel eventually into the promised land and he said, the first of the land belongs to me. Jericho is the first fruit, it belongs to me. 
I want you to walk around that city for seven days, but I want you to keep quiet. Why? Because he knew there would be one or two people because charismatics talk a lot. You would be walking there and somebody would say, I thought the walls were high, but they're actually higher than what I thought. You think God's able? I know the walls are thick, but these are like three times thicker than what I thought. You think God is able? God said, let them keep quiet. Let them not say one word that doubt or unbelief might get into their hearts. Keep quiet. On the seventh day, shout out. Jericho became God's. When God is able, you become able. When God is able, you become able. Family, listen to me. Sometimes all of us hit a bit of a low. But have those friends around you that you can come in agreement with. Those that will confess with you the answer. That will confess the promise. And not look at your situation. But put your trust in the word of God. The Lord said to Joshua, meditate in this word day and night. Observe to do, then I'll make your way successful. God wants us to come in agreement with his word. Come in agreement with his word. Sometimes it's difficult. We say, you have to submit to the word of God. I want to tell you, as a believer, get beyond submitting and come in agreement. In your marriage, it's not about submit, submit. It's about agreement in our relationship with God. It's when my will does not agree with God's will, then I have to submit. But the idea is not to walk in submission the whole time. The idea is to walk in agreement. Amen? His ability has become your ability. His strength has become your strength. Why do you want to have a heart that says, oh, I don't really want to do it, Lord, but I'll not submit? Huh? I mean, really? How would you like your wife to be like that? Don't really like to listen to you, but I must submit. That's going to be friction and tension. Why don't you guys come in agreement? Jesus came to make it easy, not difficult. He says, husbands, I, I want to help you. It's Christ and the church, husbands and a wife. It's just the way that Christ behaves and acts and talks and deals with the church. He says, husbands, why don't you do that to your wife? Full of loving kindness, full of mercy. Remember, when the Lord wanted to destroy Israel, said, Moses, I've had enough of them. I'm going to kill all of them. Moses said, if you do that, the nations will say that you're not able. But Lord, you are full of mercy and kindness and goodness. And because of that, I know you won't. And God's glory manifested. When the people wanted to kill Joshua and Caleb, when they gave the good report, what manifested? It was God's glory that protected them. God's glory manifests through goodness and mercy. Have you checked your battle armor? Is it fighting? Is it strife? Is it anger? Or is it goodness and mercy and grace and God's righteousness. Joshua and Caleb 
did not prophesy, but they just agreed with the Word of God. They knew what God had promised them and just agreed. When you read this, just agree with it. Ask God to touch your heart. Lord, grant unto me a humble heart, a sincere heart, a heart that is quick to forgive, a heart that agrees with your word quickly, a heart that is not rebellious. Help me, Lord. Make my words as pure and holy as yours. Family, listen to me. I'm going to close. Matthew 7, verse 24. I'm reading from the Amplified. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Jesus is saying, you're going to go through storms. David, or actually, I think more Moses wrote in Psalm 91, in the day of trouble, I will be with you. I mean, sometimes there's trouble. You can call it a challenge. You can call it difficult. Sometimes it's not a challenge. Sometimes it's trouble. Amen? We sometimes want to be so spiritual about these things, but Christ is not embarrassed about your situation. He says, a storm will come. He says, but when Jesus is that foundation, no matter what you are going through, if you hear the word, you obey the word, you speak it, and you stand, you'll go through that storm. It will not touch you in any way. The challenge is we come and we say, yes, Lord, I believe, but, but. Remember the song that we sang, acknowledging our weakness? When you don't have faith, but you believe God can do it, just be honest to God. I'll be honest with God. Remember the father that came with the son that was demon-possessed. Jesus said, if you only believe, your son will be delivered. He said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. He says, I believe you can do it. I just don't believe you can do it for me or you want to do it for me. Or Lord, maybe you have forgotten what a bad person I am or what mistakes I've made or how many times I've messed up. Peter, I know you've messed up. I'm the one who's been interceding for you for the devil not to take you out. I've been interceding for you that your faith will not fail. God is your helper interceding for you right now. Can I tell you what you need to do is you need to change your mindset. The Bible says renew your mind by the word of God. When you are in Christ Jesus, God the Father looks at you. And the way that he sees Jesus is the way that he sees you. When you allow his righteousness to become your shield, when God looks at you, God the Father, he sees the righteousness of Jesus, and you are clothed with Christ. It's then when you are positioned to attract God's favor and his grace. If you believe God is able, say it. Paul said, I boldly say, the Lord is my helper. David said, the Lord is the light of my salvation. The Lord is my strength. Not becoming, not one day. 
He confessed it boldly. Because even when I'm weak, I'm strong. This is the kingdom way. The word of God in your mouth. What are you saying? Meditate upon the word of God day and night. Get God's opinion about your situation. Then by faith, you'll become what you should be. God has called you to be a giant slayer, but you're seeing yourself as a grasshopper. Go read the Bible. When they came in 40 years later, all of them were waiting for Israel to come and possess the land because they believed more that God was able than Israel, a type of the church. When you believe that God is able, start to say it. If you feel, well, I don't know how God is going to do it, you know you need God's glory in that situation. Start to confess, the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Family, listen to me. The kingdom way teaches us nobody is too good and nobody is too bad. Nobody is too good, nobody is too bad. You can be the worst sinner, you still have to be born again. And you can be the person that's lived the best life upon this earth, you still need to be born again. Your connection is very simple. Believe the word of God. Isaiah said, I'm not going to go there. Isaiah said, whose report will you believe? As a Christian, I want to encourage you. Believe the Lord's report. Believe the Lord's report. He was bruised. He was chastised. By his stripes we are healed. He became the sacrifice. Whatever you are facing, whatever you are going through, Jesus died for it on the cross. He became the answer to all fundamental problems that we might face. Start to confess that God is able. Start to say the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. I'm telling you now, if the priests there in the old covenant could declare that and God's glory cloud could come down, you are in Christ Jesus with Christ on the inside, with the Holy Spirit, your helper. If you believe it, if you believe God is able, start to confess it, start to say it in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.